I am failing to see the problem. And I think it's very important that we don't confuse rules with madness. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. It's a story out of current, uh, youarecurrent.com about a Noblesville Schools board meeting. So people at the board meeting, I guess, were upset where people were refusing to wear face masks, supposedly threatening comments were made, and people were booed or yelled at, speakers interrupted. So they've made changes that limit public comment to 45 minutes. They do not allow signs or protest materials, and if an audience member is disruptive, they're given a warning. If the disruption continues, they're asked to leave. And if several attendees are disruptive, the board president can end the meeting or call a recess. But one of the things in the headline was Noblesville Schools board meeting require proof of residency to speak. So now let's break this down just a bit because we've also seen in Carmel they want to now have a, a, a civility. Uh, no, no threatening mannerisms, no loud voices. You're going to determine how people speak. I speak with a loud voice. You're going to tell me my loud voice is threatening. You shouldn't be on a school board. Let me say it again. You shouldn't be on a school board if this tone of voice is too much for you. You don't have what it takes. You're simply not capable of the task. There are other tasks to which you may be very well suited. This is not one of them. This is not only true for Carmel. This is true for any school board. If you say to me you can't interrupt speakers, I'll agree with you. If you say to me if somebody continues to interrupt that they're asked to leave or they are taken out, I'll agree with you because we believe this everywhere. Now you might say to me, Tony, these are elected officials. They don't get to tell you to stop speaking. We're discussing the ability for people to engage properly. You don't get to stop parents from speaking about things like, for example, if they want to address X-rated or pornographic, I should say, books in middle school libraries and they're going to read it to you, you don't get to tell them no, 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 school board. If it's good enough for the library, it's good enough for your board meeting. There is a great example. But if someone is just going to yell and scream at, at, at board members and be disruptive, no, of course you don't take that. That's not what we're discussing here. Of course not. Now, as for bringing signs, with, with all due respect, I would argue that that is a First Amendment right. You're going to lose that case. I, I, a lawyer may say otherwise, but that's a case that's worth taking. That's a case that's worth pushing. So, of course, someone can carry a sign. Of course they can. But that's not the biggest one. Somebody has an issue with proof of residency? I have engaged in things, for example, let, let's say there's something going on in Indianapolis that has to do with, with businesses or has to do with taxes or has to do with roads. As somebody who may drive through, I may say something about that. But it would be weird for me to show up to a school board meeting to discuss schools if I don't belong to that school. One of the things I've so enjoyed seeing is that whether it's Carmel or whether it's Hamilton Southeastern or whether it's in Avon or Brownsburg, uh, Westfield, it, I actually thought when we were really understanding exactly how evil and insidious critical race theory and anti-racism training are, which they, they are, by the way, evil and insidious. The bigotry of Ibram Kendi is unlimited, it seems. And these, these DEI people should all be removed from their positions. This is, this is the codification of bigotry. 
because as a concept, it is bigoted. It certainly teaches our kids uh, not uh, to understand one another, but rather to fear and hate and oppose one another. That's what it does. Please, please, if you want to debate it, I'm, I'm up for it. But let's not kid ourselves. We're not going to start with a lie. We just won't do it. But what has been important is that parents are the ones who got together. Not me. I thought I might have to organize some people. I, I discussed it. But boom, the parents did the thing. And they've done it all over central Indiana. They've done it all over the country. And that's what makes this so powerful. It wasn't organized in, in, in a way of a, a radio host. It was organized by parents who said, this is not what we want for our kids, white parents and black parents, because we should also understand that anti-racism and uh, DEI has nothing to do with, with, with race. It has to do with ideology. <laughs> has to do with ideology. We know this. Again, happy to debate it, but we're going to start with facts. So, yeah, I, I would assume you'd have to be a resident in order to speak. I don't think that's a weird thing to require. So there are things here in Noblesville where they're, they're absolutely right and some things where they've missed the mark and they, uh, and they, have to be, uh, they have to be told. They just have to be told that they don't get to decide the tone of my voice and they do not get to decide whether I wear a sign. I'll just wear a sign.